Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, good morning, everybody. This is the Smodcast Morning Show, Tuesday, Left Coast edi- Edition. I'm your mumbly host, Marty. You here mumbly again? Marty. Yeah, so, oh, is that? Mumbly Marty. Yeah, right. T- um, mumbly Marty, I said. Hi, Bill. the mic that doesn't seem to be on. It is on. Mumbly Marty. Um, welcome, everybody. Uh, if you want to join in on the uh, simulcast as we do go live, um, that you can join us at Nooner Dan Marty. You can right. email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Or at mumblymarty.com. Mumblymarty.net, actually. Uh, and mumblymarty.me.tv. Yes. .uco.co.uk. .xxx. Um, and uh, if you want to follow on the Tumblr, that's tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Hopefully, we will stay live all episode this, uh, this week. Last week, we had some technical issues, and I apologize for that. Don't know what those were. Um, but I blame Marty. It's, it must have been me. Oh, there we go. That sounds better. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Sorry about the volume issues. Do we have to redo that whole thing? We have to, we're starting over again. All I did was say mumbly Marty 11 times. Yeah, so, okay, here, here goes nothing. All right. Um, no, wow. I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> An actual reboot. Yeah. Uh, Look at your timely ability to put a, a sound effect on... <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, that's it's because I had really? it was already oh. up and uh, ready for me to go. Don't make excuses. You're you're good. <sighs> you should consider doing this professionally. I needed, I needed that, Bill. I actually was on uh, another podcast at the on uh, at Earwolf uh, yesterday when we recorded, and they that's some serious shit there. They got a they really got it nice, together. Yeah, they they have a fairly new offices and. You know, they've got two studios and big, like, fancy mics on big, Ooh, fancy arms. I felt so professional. Do they have, like, the foamy puff things over the mic? Yeah. So, and so you've got all the sibilance and plosives? Mm-hmm. And it smells like, like the last 12 people who have been there. Right, know? right. So gross. Can um, you hear the uh, garbage man outdoors during the podcast? No. No, it's soundproof. Wow. Yeah. They're, they're, they have their dogs and soundproof behind soundproof uh, There, There was a dog there, um, and the dog did not bark once. Hey. They took. Did the, you hear that, guys? Yeah, they had to take the collar off the dog because it was amateurs. jangling. We are amateurs. So, but which, um, <laughs> which, uh, what show were you on? Uh, it was uh, Professor Blastoff. Nice. Yeah, that had to feel good. Uh, it was super fun. So I don't know when it airs, but um, look out for it. And uh, hello to Keegan and uh, Great Red Shift and Bill and Chris and everybody else listening. Uh, chime in. Let us know you're out there. Uh, it's great to hear everybody's voices. And then, did I say tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com? You did. I did. All right. And Jadlin uh, is in Portsmouth today. Hosted, yes. It? And Tyson. And um, hello, Tyson. And Hypercon, E-N underscore zero zero. Uh, we have a, a, a third mic set up for Elijah. So uh, I, I know not this Elijah. He'll, he'll pipe in when he feels like he needs is to. Is he a regular guest? Uh, yeah. He's completely regular. No. Do you like him more than me? Mm-hmm. Because he okay. doesn't interrupt me. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't eat too much. He doesn't eat on air. I like, had two you, bites of the banana you, before. You we have got a there. picnic here in front of you. I have low blood sugar. I'm trying to bring it every second of the time that I'm here, and I put my phone on vibrate, unlike some of us. Oh, oh! Now you want me to vamp because you fucked up after trying to call me out for having snacks? Bullshit. I got a banana for the, the slow-release potassium. 
I got a protein bar. All right, that's enough. I'm for not the interested. protein. Nope. And I got a. I got. This is my. Um, I brought I'm my, glad you brought the noisiest wrapper uh, you could. You're like, no. Can you put that in, in cellophane, please? Oh, I also got crumbs all over the place. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I remember to so press record. So every week I talk about something in the, new, in the news and not with much authority and not really with any solution. And I think that's one of the points of, of this, sesh, this sort of section is that, you know, we, we, it's natural for us to want solutions, you know. Um, I do. Without complexity. And that's one reason why we have religion, because we want a, a simple explanation for the, the phenomenon you know, why do people die? God works in mysterious ways. Mm, so he does. So yeah, he does. But, you know, but there are, there are complexities uh, that we have to sort of deal with and acknowledge. Are you um, telling me you have a complex solution for one of No, I have problems? no, I'm saying I have no solutions oh, to any right. of the world's problems. Uh, like, okay, so growing up, we raised chickens. And there was this, um, you know, we harvested the eggs. My parents still have chickens. And uh, there was one rooster who used to just attack us incessantly. In defense of the chickens, or because no, just he didn't like he was it. an asshole. Okay, and uh, and because then he didn't rise to his call. Uh, I guess so. I don't know because he was an asshole. Rooster crows at the break of dawn. Any black crows fans out there? Actually, no. There are no black no crows. Black crows fans? No, out there. not a single one. I went to see them once. Tired of being I alone. Sort of, in the I world. walked in. It's like, oh, it's the Black Crows, and then I walked back into the bar. I saw them in London at the Mean Fiddler playing under a fake name, so it was a much smaller venue than you'd expect them at. And it was after Southern Harmony, but before, I think it was Amorica, which is a record I never had. Mm. Um, and it was a fantastic show. Yeah, I mean, the Black Crows in a small venue just playing. They're really an amazing, they're really good musicians. I have no problems with them. I just am not a fan. Yeah, know? I love the second record. The first record is fun. I love the second record, and then I never got back on, the bo- on board. Um. So one day, we were all at the dinner table, and my father said, so, how'd you like that chicken? It's good, delicious. And he was like, that was Chanticleer, you know, the, the rooster. The rooster. And then we, like, burst into tears, and we were just, you know, because it was... a horrible way to present that. I know. It was, it was some poor parenting on my that father's is, part. That is some serious... And we that, were, that, that's Korean father 101 right there. Well, I'm not Korean. That's Asian father 101 right there. <laughs> uh, Are you sure you're not Korean? Uh, I, I, I thought we had a whole riff on how Korean you were. Yeah, t- totally. I, oh, that was behind your back. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so funny because we we never complained about having chicken from the supermarket. But when it was right. one of ours, and and you know, and to this day, my parents still raise chickens, and they don't eat any of their chickens. That was the only one that I think my father re- regretted doing that. And, Did they eat him because he was causing so much trouble? Yeah, yeah. And, oh well. Uh, but my. You know, my parents. Let that be a lesson. My <laughs> cause trouble, you get eaten. My parents eat chicken all the time from Costco, and they to this day, it's it's somehow it's more humane to eat a chicken from Costco that was raised in a tiny box with his beak chopped off, who has never seen sunlight. That is more humane than eating one of your. It's not chickens. that it's more humane; it's that ignorance is bliss. Right, right, because we don't Big want difference. to address the complexities of, right. of our world. You know, have and you seen. I, I I hate that. Have you seen the video that's going around? Uh, no, that's, prompt, but have you seen the that's video? what this podcast is about right, exactly. you know have you seen um of uh it's it's a woman given a corporate presentation and it's basically there's a twist at the end and it's all it's about this exact issue 
And uh, she's saying, okay, so how do we, th- these are th- these are the ways in which we're treating these animals inhumanely, and these are the horrible things that we're asking people to put in their bodies, so how do we get away with it? Right. Well, there's marketing, there's branding, uh, and, and they just, she's like pointing out all the cheap ways that, that, that they'll pitch something so that it sounds like it's nicer than it is. And then she says, and finally, how does all of this work? Because of you. Because you don't ask the questions. Right. Because you'd rather not know, because... Even if you do know, you, you'd rather go to the grocery store anyway. And then she's like, thank you very much, and walks out. And everyone's like, uh, what? <laughs> too stunned to applaud. Not that you would applaud that, but. Um, <laughs> by the way, Will, thank you for getting us on the air. It's snack arguments. You know, that's why people tune in. He tweeted, I woke up from baby sleep deprivation to make sure snack arguments made it on air. Sheesh. That's the good stuff. Th- yeah, that was the goal. That's downhill that's from here. That's how we get people We're through the political stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, this isn't really political, but it, yeah. So, you know, and I don't really, I don't cook chicken unless, you know, I try to get it free range, free range or, you know, uh, but even still, you know, I just try to limit that sort of thing. It's, I, I think meat is delicious and it's really good. Yeah. And, uh, but I do I trade all of these snacks for some meat right now. Cause I was thinking, I was listening to a hunter talk about it and he said like, what more? A hunter or someone named Hunter? Uh, a hunter named Hunter. Whoa! Yeah, um, that guy's in the right job. But he he was saying that like yeah, the, that factory farming is the the least humane thing you could do to an animal, and it's it you know we should be taking them from their natural habitat, which I think is fine. But also you know <laughs> they're just like minding their own business, and you come up and shoot them, like it's kind of a shitty thing to do. But uh, I don't. It's so, going to be eaten. So that that being said, that's the sort of complexities. That's what I talk about. What we talk about a lot, and that's it's interesting to me. Um, and it's interesting to me that you're not Korean. <laughs> We've known each other a decade. Yeah, and you, you this whole time I'm Filipino. That is um, not true. That is not true. Uh, so. It's interesting, like, when we look at what's happening in, like, Ukraine and Israel right now. I mean, two completely different different stories, but very much in the news. And mm. In Ukraine, we the Russians, or the Russian-backed uh, uh, militias shot down uh, that airplane with Malaysian Russian airline. missiles. And, uh, and, you know, hundreds of people died. And then in Israel, and the Israelis were, have been getting bombed by... Uh, Hamas. Hamas and Palestinians, and so they invaded um, Gaza, and hundreds of people have died, or a thousand, or I think a thousand people have died. I actually haven't seen the numbers. I, but yeah. what, what I've been watching is, I, I know so little about that conflict that I've been watching the sort of the very basics, right? basic primers and reading, just because I'm so, and, I, I'm so behind, I, I, that's just a... That's a that's a war that an ancient war that I know nothing about. Right, it's a tiny country, very limited real estate. You got two incredibly uh, uh, sort of antagonistic populations occupying this tiny postage, postage stamp of a of a country, and a country that was founded, you know, or Israel was established after the after World War Two, and mm-hmm. the, a, re- a refugee country, right? And Palestinians who mm-hmm. were already there got displaced, and so they're resentful. And then the Israelis are like, well, we're here, and you keep shooting missiles at us. And they have to respond, right? I mean, it's, so it's an incredibly complex situation. And then the Palestinians, they're, they're so uh, uh, disjointed, and um, you know, there's so many different 
radical factions. groups, factions that are all taking action. So they can't really act as a as one cohesive right. It's unit. almost irresponsible to refer to them as the Palestinians because there's, right. there's so much. And you talk to like almost you know every well you know Israelis by and large are really they they want there to be peace. You know every, everybody wants peace, but it's these. It's a very complex situation, and you get peop- these pundits saying that you know we need to do something. What are we supposed to do? <laughs> like right. we as a country, and we're such a pro-Israel country because of you know uh, 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 Christian fundamentalists who because believe the that, Jews run everything in America. Well, and also Christian fundamentalists are, are very pro-Israel because they believe that's uh, the foundation for the Second Coming, and mm-hmm. and, um, and we have a lot of very uh, influential Jews here. Um, so. I, you know, are I you think, one of those influential? I am. No, I'm just just a Jew. Ah. Um, the, a so, Jew of no particular influence. So, you know, what when you have looked at this issue, do you see a solution here? Absolutely not. I can I can barely crack the surface of of how it all got started and wh- how we got to where we are. And every time I do look into it, I am constantly asking myself. So what's the agenda or point of view or bias of this person who's telling me this? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. Like there, there's a funny thing on uh, last night uh, on The Daily Show when Jon Stewart, an influential Jew, mentioned Israel. <laughs> like he's been a- accused of being anti-Israel. And, um, and so he mentioned the word Israel and then all the correspondents just came and started, you know, yelling at him saying, well, you know, why do you support the Palestinians? And, you know, why are you so, uh, you know, an anti-Jewish Jew? And, and the point being is like you can't you aren't allowed to to examine the complexities of the issue without, without being accused of picking one side or the other right yeah. right so and i think you know and the same thing in in uh ukraine a horrible thing happened what do we as a country do like all these uh, pundits are calling on the president to take action what action would that be right i mean the 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 only real thing you can do that would approach any sort of solution is negotiate. Neg- yeah, encourage encourage both sides to come to a table with some sort of third party overseer, um, and 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 encourage discussions and plans and offer offer potential put put minds together to offer potential solutions and put that in front of both sides right. in, in somehow some sort of safe haven. Where both sides felt that they could they could come and be safe to discuss, right? And that's, you know, and people are going to have to make compromises, and that, know, yeah, that also requires both sides to come to the table, and both right. sides to listen, and both sides to be willing to compromise. And I don't know that that's a situation that exists, right? Um, so that's all I'm going to say about that. I mean, that's I, just you see, like people like John McCain, you know, and certain Republicans were just saying we need to send arms to Ukraine so they can defend themselves or, or retaliate. And it just seems like that's a really bad idea, right. you know? So yeah, uh, let's, yeah. let's pick side. It hasn't worked before. Right. I mean, didn't we put Gaddafi in power and oh, have uh, to take him? It's like, we, you know, we gave Saddam Hussein arms. You right. Know? Right. Uh, so, um, I encourage everybody to educate themselves and to give, these. There's some cute little animations going around that'll get you up to speed. Yeah. Oh, good. Uh, and then get uh, let President uh, Obama sort of do his thing. I think he's he's a very thoughtful guy. Yeah. Very so very um, measured. Intentional. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah, which is another thing. Like that. 
the knee-jerk reaction, which is what our modern media is designed to support, right? It doesn't accomplish anything. All it accomplishes is righteousness, right? It it, it doesn't accomplish results. And it's so funny when you hear about like they're saying like, how dare the president take a vacation, and why didn't he, you know, make an immediate statement? You know, he. We still don't know exactly what happened, so right. let, let's find out what happened. But then they said, you know, when ra- this happened, uh, when the Korean um, Airlines flight 007 went down oh, in the 80s. People. Um, <laughs> yes, my people. Um, the pres- you know, President Reagan acted promptly. And in fact, he didn't act promptly. He waited four days. He was on vacation. And he, he writes in his memoir, like this is on The Daily Show, how he, um, he deeply regret, you know, it was a very hard time because he didn't want to end his... Uh, vacation early. <laughs> that that's, was his regret about it, that he didn't get the full 25-day vacation that he had planned out. <laughs> right. He had to come back three days early. So, yeah, and in this day and age, I mean, but that back then there wasn't that sort of, people aren't, there was not a Twitter stream that people were monitoring, you know, so right. like, news, people got it, the evening news. You right, know? and there wasn't, there wasn't an immediate platform for absolutely everybody to cry foul right. within seconds of anything happening. Um. This weekend, we, uh, it was a very, very tough week. Um, a lot of things happened, but th- it ended on a very high note. Uh, we had our little band play. Do you want to talk about that? I don't think we were little at all. I don't think there was anything little about us. Uh, I'd love to talk about it. I was loaded by the time we went on, so I don't have too many clear memories. Um, well, t- okay, but, you know... Expand on that? <laughs> Expand on your... No. So a uh, lack of memories? Uh, you were way more drunk than I was. Is that why you're, you're putting the ball in my court? No, I just... I'm, people want to hear. You were really drunk. You had your hand on the microphone, and um, Lewis, the guitar player, kept saying, call Drew, who was the host. Call Drew over. Call Drew, because he had some issue with electronics or guitar pedals or something. And he, he just said it to you. He was two feet from you. He said it to you like six times, and all you, you were just held on the microphone going... I was singing along. There was a song that was playing. Yeah, and you were singing um, along with whatever song was playing. And Just then like, Drew wow, came Marty over. Marty is not here. And Drew came. <laughs> so, by the way, a friend of mine uh, who lives uh, in my neighborhood. Every year they host a, a party. The covers party. Covers party where people put bands together. Occasionally, and, there are T-shirts made. Yes, and then Bill and I have done it for several years. Yes, we've done. Um, last year we did, no, or two, two years, years ago. ago, we did Elvis Costello's "Pump It Up" and. Uh, Rick Springfield's I've Done Everything for You. Something like that. Which was penned by... Um, no, we did Thin Lizzy. No, not, last, not two years no. ago. All right. We did Thin Lizzy with Jerry Porter, which was three years ago. All right. Well, and we did a whole lot of ACDC, a whole lot of Rosie, and Thin Lizzy uh, Jailbreak. Yeah. And so this year we did... Um, we did Radio Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar wrote oh, that's right. I've Done Everything for You. So this year we did Radiohead, uh, The Benz, and we did... Um, New Order's... Radiohead covering New Order covering Joy Division's ceremony. <laughs> and somebody asked us, uh, I forget who, to um, post it, to play it. Some video? Some video or, or audio. I and have about, I have about eight seconds of a portion of a of, ceremony. Uh, oh, really? Ding, on, ding, on your phone? Ding. I don't have it on my phone, but oh. I, know, I know it was recorded. All right. Well, you know what? I don't like listening to myself sing. Bill, is aw- <laughs> Bill was awesome, by the way. Uh, and then afterwards, I, I know did, what I'm doing up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And then 
But I thought you, I thought you nailed it. All right, thanks. I mean, I couldn't hear anything, and I was loaded. Right, and then after that, I did Iron Maiden and Dio. Uh, um, Dio. Holy diver! How'd that sound? Awesome. I, I'll take anybody playing Dio. Yeah, that over w- anybody doing anything else. Yeah, the the Dio was really really fun, and there are some really great musicians there too. Yeah, they were. Yeah, the the host shreds on guitar. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know why I brought that up. Just because it was really fun. It was a really fun thing to do, and I encourage... Um, Are there any... I didn't even see any photos going around or no, anything. No, I didn't. I didn't either. That could have been the, the most poorly documented event of our time. Yeah. Um, sorry, the, guys. There's garbage being wow, collected. He's just, up. He's just parked. He's in just the living room. Sitting. Sitting there's right a, there. A, car, a, a truck just backing into the living room. Um, he's not going anywhere. He yeah, wants to be on the show. Great Red Chef wants to see have a see a video of me drunk. Nobody wants to see that. It it ain't pretty. It was um, it was odd. I was a little worried for you. Really? Because you were you were very clearly somewhere else. Like all of us were in a living room, and you were just somewhere else. Oh, yeah. But I <laughs> I managed to get him out though. And it was a white wine drunk, which you never know where that's going to go. Well, the problem was we went on really really late. About two and a half hours later than I thought we were going to. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a lot My of timing was way off. And there was a lot of free time just like when are you going on? I don't know. Let's have another drink. And yeah. Um but that's one thing I look forward to and now the rest of the year is spent what should we do next year? Right. So tweet in Devo. what songs you should we should cover next year. Devo. Devo. Yeah, John loves Devo. I love Devo. Um, and then uh, Kruger was there, too. Uh, oh, yeah. A friend of the show, John Enbaum, was in our band. Yes. Yes. He was on Nooner. Um, Kruger and, and uh, uh, Lance Mountain came. Yeah, I saw Lance Mountain for yeah. the first time since she guested on the show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should have her back on the show. Uh, unfortunately, Kruger, his, um, his car is down today. Really? Yeah. So he has no transportation. And... Um, Emily still does not have her car working. So you should tweet mean things at them. That's at Emily O'Hara, at Stephen Kruger with a PH. Um, have you caught up on any movies? Yes. Go on. Right when I took a bite of banana. Mm-hmm. Um, should have eaten beforehand. We talked. I did. I have low blood sugar. It means I get hungry every hour. Mm-hmm. So there's only so much I can eat before coming in here, okay. and I'll still be hungry at some point. Mm-hmm. But you couldn't wait till an it's hour. It's for in. the fans. All right, go on. Uh, Snowpiercer. What do you, you think? Go see Snowpiercer. Isn't it sad that it's not more successful? It is more. Su- it is really successful because of Harvey Weinstein's brilliance in releasing it VOD, video on demand, oh. within a week of its theatrical release, so that people who live in places that don't have specialty theaters can still see it. It's actually it's actually a very strong uh, showing in the uh, on demand world. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. It's so much better than the summer popcorn movies. Right. That I've. I, it, it's so much better than Godzilla. It's so much better than X Men. It's so much better than RoboCop. Don't I mean? Don't you like the way that they sort of just created this insane world and they just you never question it you just go with it well that's the thing it, it, it's a completely absurd premise but my suspension of disbelief was with them from second one because on some level even though it was a it was a very serious film it was a very dark film it was an unsentimental film it was a highly political film it still had a sense of humor and a sense of magic and mystery and adventure so you're like yes i'm going on this ride whereas all the other films I mentioned took themselves so seriously that 
it it shut down my suspension of disbelief, even though it's a movie about a man who turns into a robot and is a cop, and it's a movie right. about a giant monster who attacks a city. That should be fun. There right. should be some humor there. Right, right, right. And exactly. there was none. It was just dry as a fucking biscuit. And th- this movie did the opposite. It, w- it was it was brutal, violent, unsentimental, but it, it was not humorless. And that was a big part of my being on board with it feeling like a fully fleshed out 360 world where I'm like, okay, you win. I'm in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, all throughout Godzilla, it was like, I'm out. I'm out. Oh, shit, I'm out. Yeah. Oh, I'm out again. Yeah. You know, there was nothing to draw me in. Oh, I'm asleep. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had such a good nap during that movie. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen it, you should get see it in the theater or get a video on demand. Um, it's, it's fantastic. It's a great movie. It's not flawless by any means, but you will have fun. You will see things you've never seen before. Uh, one thing that I thought was fascinating about it, it's, it's, I won't give any spoilers, but it's very much about have and have nots. Right. Um, and one thing that I found utterly fascinating was at times throughout the movie, I was flip-flopping on whom I was identifying with. Right. And not always in a good way. Sometimes I would go, oh, wow, I'm one of the haves in this world. Right. And I should feel much worse than I do about it. Right. right. Uh, and then other times I was, I was sympathizing with the haves who were like, they didn't even know that this was going on and now they're being murdered by hatchets for it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the action in it is fantastic. Yeah. But you're also obviously sympathizing with the revolutionaries. But even that's complicated. Yeah. Because some of them within their own ranks have questionable motives. Or do they? You don't even actually ever find out. Um, um, which is great. It leaves all these questions unanswered, which it, the asking of them is what's interesting. Not having them answered. Right. Right. Uh, very quickly, uh, Keegan said, um, drunk and stupid is no way to go through life. At Marty U. But it's a great um, way to go through a covers party. Yeah. Uh, Lou said, I went, just went to the window thinking a truck was reversing on her drive. It was just uh, Nooner Dan Marty. Bringing reality into your oh, yes. room. Um, and, uh, and also, Yako uh, uh, was unable to listen live, but wanted a shout out. And so we're happy to oblige yago, with a yago, shout yago. out. Um, so I think, uh, oh shit. Um, you think, oh, shit? I think, oh, shit. I think oh, that, too, yeah. all the time. Uh, were you, are you a, Simps- a Simpsons fan? I was a huge Simpsons fan during college, which was sort of the run of their best seasons, seasons four, five, six, right around then, when they, they were at their height of their absurdity, but still telling coherent stories. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of times in the later years, either it was just, it was really plot driven, and I was like, where are the jokes? Or it right. was random sight gags, and I was like, where's the story? But right. I, I thought they, they were a, a perfect storm of, um, of non sequiturs, but yet storytelling. Right. I mean, there were definitely glory years. And, yeah. and the show is still, I mean, it's not nearly as, um, as, Deep cutting, you know, they're not huge belly laughs, but it's still a pretty smart show. You know? I, can't, I can't say I've seen an episode recently. Well, uh, yesterday they announced that they're creating a website called Simpsons World um, that will have all the episodes online for people to watch. It's if, pretty incredible. Yeah. What is it, 15 seasons? No, they're about to start season 26. Jesus. It's 26 seasons. It's like 500 episodes or something like that. Um, those first few seasons, as they're finding their voice, can be a little rough. Oh, the first first one season is tough, but I I thought I really enjoyed it, and 
and then you just see how the the visually the evolution the, the evolution of it yeah. the characters and the and the vocal evolution too. absolutely they're, they're, they do not sound if you watch season one they don't sound anything like they do now yeah and but they've been imagine doing that for 26 years that's crazy imagine having that much fucking money and they're yeah, it's really <laughs> like you work the, these guys work probably an hour a week you know they go in they Puffing cigarettes and then like you know, I remember when Krusty goes mm-hmm. and then and like does all the the catchphrases and then exits and then the guy's like, oh, I didn't press record. That's that's what they do, right. and they get yeah. Uh, but they're going to kill off an ep- uh, a character, really, on the f- in the first episode. And they've of they've the new owned season. up to that before. What do you mean when they when they say they're going to do something on that show? They do it and they stick with it. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, I think they've already done it. Um, who, who, do, who would you kill off? Who would I kill off? Who would I kill off? Hmm. Well, it has to be someone, it has to be enough of a character to make an impact emotionally. By the way, uh, birthday boy Darren Husted said that RoboCop was, came out in February. Har- hardly a summer movie. Not really a summer blockbuster, so you're wrong. Kind of not the point. But thank you for being super fucking annoying and nitpicky. No. <laughs> just kidding. Happy just birthday, kidding. Darren. Don't yes. listen to him. Happy birthday, you fucking annoying nitpicky nag. No, he's not. He's he's the corrector. Are you kidding me? He's the soul of the show. We'd be yeah. nothing without him. Uh, and then Tyson wanted to know if we saw True Legend. Uh, I did, and it was okay. Yeah. Is it a mashup of True Lies and I Am Legend? Um, no, it's a it's an Asian martial arts film. Like, oh, I haven't seen it. Yuan Wu Peng, you know, who did all the Matrix choreography, I, he directed mm-hmm. it. And oh, it's, nice, it's good. Um, yeah. So I am. Oh, Jane is listening live for the first time, trying to talk one handed while um, trying to type one handed while feeding her, her two week old son. Congratulations. Um, She's doing better at that than Marty is at reading her tweet. I know. I, I'm, tre- yes. Mumbly Marty. Mumbly Marty, and Bill is feeding men. He's feeding mumbling himself. Marty's. Ugh. Making midnight music in the moonlight. Uh, I have an audition today for the. Uh, well, that should go well, Mister Mumbles. Yeah, it's. I don't know why. How I ever have been hired at all. <laughs> Is it a how, uh, you're auditioning for uh, Charlie Sheen's anger management? Yes. Yeah. Is right. it a co-star role? Yeah. So like four or five lines. Yeah, it's like four pages, yeah. Four pages, oh, there you go. Yeah. That's almost guest star quality. Yeah, so so if you don't know, uh, people listening, there are two classes, of, or there are three, uh, or I guess four, you know, you can be uh, regular, you can be recurring, you can be a guest star, and you can be, or I guess the size of the role is either a guest star or a co-star, mm-hmm. and that is, there's no legal definition, is there? I don't think so, because I think you can negotiate... I think it's an agent has the power to negotiate whether it's a guest star or a co-star. Right. And really, it's just it's money and bragging rights, right? Yeah. Um, so, what I mean, what do you know what the, the difference is? The, in, like, there's no legal money difference, is there? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think so, no. Yeah. Um, I've only had co-star roles. I haven't, I haven't gotten a guest star status yet. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't get that on guest star and on Veronica Mars. I... We had to talk to the producer about that. <laughs> yeah, we, Only you could get a hold of him. I know. We'll see. Um, so let me ask you, for a role of that size, how much prep would you do? Do you hire a coach? Do you work with someone? So a lot of people, when they have a big audition, they will hire a coach, and you'll just run the scene with it um, uh, over and over again. I haven't actually 
it came in yesterday, and yesterday was I was had, was very busy. I so I haven't really looked at it at all. Wow, are you going to go in cold? No, I'll, I'll I'll run it. You'll run it. with Do you me. want to run it right now in the air? No, I can't. I can't do it on the air. Oh, because it's confidential. Yeah, but um, but maybe we'll maybe we'll run it. Maybe um, we'll run it. So I, we might end a little early today because um, now Bill is making me nervous. Um, well, I just going into a major audition for a four-page role on a network show and totally unprepared. Is it a network show? Is it? It's an, uh, is Charlie Sheen? It's got to be a network, doesn't it? I don't know. Some Darren will let us know. Uh, <laughs> Simpsons just passed it's 552 episodes in May. Krusty, oh, well, I'm, see, I don't want to give any spoilers away uh, about who's going to be killed. But if you care that much, you can look on the internet and find out who gets killed. Um I, yes. I might kill off. Um, mm, it's tough because I, what I think is who, who annoys me the most, but they mine such great humor out of their really annoying characters. So a co-star role can be as small as one word, or it could be four pages of dialogue. Um, have you? Do you hire a coach for when you go in for big auditions? I haven't had an audition. That was more than just a few lines, mm-hmm. a line even. Right. Um, so it didn't. It didn't. I kind of felt like if I can't figure this out, I'm, I shouldn't be acting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do. I do the work. I break down the script. I I come up with subtext. I I I, I overdo everything and then strip it back. Right. You know? Right. And I always make sure, except in in one instance, if, if it's last minute or or whatever. I I try to always make sure. That I do it out loud with someone else, right? Because it's so, for for whatever reason, it's so different when you open your mouth in front of people, right? Than when you're working on, and I, you know, you can record yourself, and I do this a lot. Record myself doing the other lines, so I can work on timing and pacing and anticipation and all that. But I, the I tried to do you that. Open your mouth up in front of an actual human being, you get self conscious, especially right. something like an accent. But or see, I try to character. do something. Like, I try to do that, but I. I uh, record my, myself doing other dialogue, but I can't understand what I'm saying when I'm talking to myself. Because so you're mumbling so badly? It just doesn't wear out. You can't all. get through that thick Korean drawl? Yeah. It's, um, Darren says it's a cable show. Uh, so, but Well, it's a cable network. And that's what's called a 1090. Have you heard of a 1090? Only in terms of taxes. Uh, or is that a 1099? 1099. That so, I haven't. So the, for a, a brief moment, there was something that very popular called the 1090 that people were trying to get. And basically, it's where the network pays for 10 episodes of the show up front. And then if it gets picked up, then they pay for 90 more after that. Wow. And so uh, I think it, it was... Uh, That's got to be t- heard of these days. Yeah. I think House of Pain was a 1090. Um, but, you know, it's like they do it on like on cable shows. Um, cause that are cheap to make. Mm-hmm. And basically it's a way to cheaply make content and, uh, writers were all trying to get them because it's like t- to get a hundred episodes is like, uh, that's the brass ring. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Because and then, then you get a decent chance of syndication, which exactly. is the other brass ring. Right. Right. So, uh, for those of you who don't God, know, I like a job syndication is a, a way because we have unions. Um, when you have a show that's in syndication, it gets, uh, shown in reruns and every time it gets rerun, you get a little money. Back or it'll show on you know one of the cable, whatever TBS you know like Family Guy plays on TBS. Right. So those all those voice actors get residuals for that, or or if it sells in another country, they yeah. get residuals for that I as well. I just got like a hundred and twenty bucks for Brooklyn Nine Nine airing in foreign markets. Um, great, that's awesome. How much? A hundred dollars? 
Yeah, like about a hundred bucks. <laughs> that's nice. <laughs> Pre or post taxes? Uh, post taxes and commission. Ah, well, that's a hundred bucks that you didn't have that's yesterday. Bucks I didn't have. Yeah, um, I can buy more snacks for next week. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Maybe you can buy one that's not wrapped in crunchy cellophane. Oh, come on! Then what would we talk about? Uh, we talk about The Simpsons. Um, I don't know. I still haven't decided who I would kill off. You got something? Someone like. Comic shop owner, you know, comic book guy. He's yeah. kind of annoying, but he's very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's he's such a minor character. Ned is annoying as hell, but is hysterical. So it's like you kind of want him to take a bullet, but you're also like, ah. Oh, but but his wife died already. Yeah. So what's he got to live for? <laughs> you could definitely mow down his kids. They're a fucking drag. Oh, you know who I'd kill? <laughs> hilarious. You know who I'd kill? Not like you actually live with them, you know. Like, uh, I would kill the shit out of one of the stepsisters. The sisters, they're just sisters. No, I'm on Homer's side. They're stepsisters. That would be um, sisters-in-law. I'm on. Go who, on. Who would be a sister? What would make them stepsisters? Oh, if there was a divorce, surely there's been a divorce in that family. They're just sisters. Anyway, the other blue-haired ones that what's her face. Voices. Mm-hmm. Julie Kavner. Yeah. She I'd just, kill off one of them. All they do is smoke and complain. Well, that, they're funny, though. It's, that's all yeah, you... Yeah, but first of all, there's two of them. <laughs> At least they smoke. All you do is complain. <laughs> oh, zinger! There's two of them, so you're not really missing out on anything. Yeah. Um, the actress who does them sticks around, so you still get her, her spin. Right. And it's also a great lesson for kids not to smoke. Uh, the Darren, or, or nag. The... the Spoiler that has come out is that the producers have said that the uh, the actor who voices the character has won an Emmy. That says nothing. Most like, of them have won an Emmy, haven't they? I think so. I, so I, not Bart. But even so, Dan Castellaneta has won an Emmy, but he does like fifty different characters. Right. <laughs> so it's like, all right, well, that doesn't really narrow it down. It narrows it. The only person that takes off the list is Bart. Um. Yeah. What do you mean? She never won an Emmy. Oh, yeah, but. She's a Scientologist. She only does the one character. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> I was there was a, a hold on. Let me, let me pull something up here. Hold on. Go, go ahead, talk. Uh, I w- this is sort of referencing earlier things we discussed. Partially the uh, the knee jerk reactions in the in, in the media and everybody having an immediate platform to cry foul every second of the day, and also the Malaysian Airlines callback. I would like. Everyone to stop apologizing for everything all the time. Jason Biggs tweeted a somewhat funny tweet about Malaysian Airlines. Anybody want to buy my Malaysian, Air- my Malaysian Airlines uh, frequent flyer miles? Kind of funny. And my first thought when the second Malaysian flight went down in the air was like, God, I'm not flying that airline ever. So he's, he was tapping into something we were all thinking. And he wasn't openly mocking the victims. The joke wasn't even about the victims. Was it insensitive? Yes. Was it poorly timed? Probably. Was it a joke? Absolutely. And now he's got to go around on this fucking apology tour that every celebrity who's ever opened their mouths about anything has to go on every day. (laughs) And I'm tired of it. Stop fucking apologizing. You don't... it's, It's like you have to have a reputation... You have to be a comedian with a reputation for offensive humor to be able to tell any kind of joke at any point. Because every joke is insensitive. Every joke is going to offend somebody. Any statement of any kind is going to offend somebody. If you're going to say it, say it and don't fucking back off it two seconds later. Or get the fuck off Twitter. Stop fucking apologizing. Nobody apologizes to me. I'm fucking offended all the time. 
I'm sorry, Bill. I don't give a shit if you're sorry. Well, you don't be sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. I apologize. You'd be sorry. You're not sorry. No, be sorry that you're sorry, or I'll make you sorry that you're not sorry. Like the best comedy challenges are our sort of morality. You know, you have to push a boundary. You yeah. have to push a but. Yes, there are there are jokes that are just purely cruel. There are jokes jokes that are hateful. Yes, most jokes should be insensitive, or or yes, or have a, a layer of. That challenges our own. It has own. to be a little bit biting. It has to make you think something. It, it has to be in touch with a darkness that's in the back of your mind, too. Or something. I mean, it, it can't just be... If all of our humor is sugar-coated with the idea of appealing to the lowest common denominator to offend the least amount of people, what a lifeless, humorless existence. If you're going to make a joke, make the joke and don't fucking apologize for it. That's all I got. That Marty is coming strong with the sound cues today. Uh, that was Bill's rand. So, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Darren says... Don't be sorry. Says they're not voiced by a member of the regular cast. Um, Nancy Cartwright voices more than just Bart. Yeah, she does do more than just Bart. It's just like one other character, the bully, right? Nelson, yeah. And no, no, a couple other ones, uh, incidental Whatever, ones. Whatever, fuck her. <laughs> sorry, Nancy Cartwright, for offending Don't your... be sorry. Damn it, I'm getting it all wrong. Uh, there was a, a... There's been a lot of stuff, and we've mentioned it once or twice, maybe, about... <laughs> Can that be our tagline? Smod Coast Morning Show. There's been a lot of stuff. Uh, a lot, there's been a lot of stuff written about... Um, in recent years, about polyamory. Are you are you familiar with polyamory? Is that um, fucking a bunch of bitches <laughs> or guys? I'm looking at it from my point of view only. Well, yeah. I mean, I know some. I know three people who are in a polyamorous relationship. Is it so? There's a difference between polyamorous relationships and casual dating. Uh, yeah. Or is it like a square? Is a rectangle? But rectangle is not necessarily a square. Uh. What? No. Um, these are people. They live together. They share one domicile. They three people living in uh, sleeping in one bed. Oh, and and they all and they you know share the bills and they they cohabitate and they share the bodily fluids. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's fucked up. Why is that fucked up? Because it's wrong. Because it's different. <laughs> um, no, it's a, it's it's strange to me. I, I I don't want them to stop doing it, but it's strange to me. It, it doesn't. It, off. it doesn't. It doesn't appeal to me. Right. Um, I'm a one one man one woman guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, have until I get my heart broken, then I'm a fuck all the bitches guy. <laughs> and then I get that out of my system, and I'm and then I'm back to being a one man one woman guy. All right. Um, but interestingly, the uh, polyamorous cu- couples or, or uh, situations, people um, get along better. You know, they, they, people have long-lasting relationships. And um, Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Speaking of polyamory. Oh, my goodness. What the heck's going on, fellas? What? I just became so happy. It's, oh, my sunglasses. Ow. <laughs> this is good podcasting already. Practice. Hey, Marty, you. Hey, uh, 
it's Twitterson. Twatterson. It's Dan Twitterson, sir. I'm here at the uh, Nuno Dan Marty podcast. Stranger. How are you, man? You are tan, rested, and I was ready. I going to say the same to you. You look, you look fantastic. fantastic. Yeah. This haircut, this beard. This I did is get fantastic. a haircut. I actually paid for a haircut the this first is, time in like you eight look years. Movie star handsome oh, right now. You. All right, don't much. get too embarrassed because you do. I'm telling the truth, Marty. He's in Jersey Boys. Really? I wasn't Jersey Boys. Yes. I didn't see that. Well done, man. You probably wouldn't have seen me either, but I wasn't. <laughs> am I am I broadcasting? Because I can't hear myself in here. But I um, hear you great. Hear, in, okay, in, in, and maybe in even two. It's a little no, no, too aggressive. It's, it's like you oh, never right. left. Thanks, Marty. Sorry, I was late. I'm so thrilled. And I'm so excited to see you guys, and I'm so glad, excited to talk to everybody out there. For I can only stay for 20 minutes. I, I didn't even but. think you were in the country, so I'll take it. Well, I am. I'm. I'm dashing off for a wee vacation next week, and then I go to Vancouver for the shooting of iZombie Zombie for six months. So I which will be I hear away. is picked up. So congratulations. Thank you very much. I, I didn't know until last week. That's yeah, fantastic. The mid-season news. pickup will be. Uh, I, I'm assuming we'll start airing in January, but we start shooting uh, in August and th- in August through January. So I'll be. If you're up in Vancouver, come visit me. And how much of, of the, how many of the original? Sort of cast and crew and team that pulled off the pilot are, are quite a bit, quite a great. bit. I mean, you. Um, that sounded like it was a great experience. It was. It was a really good experience. The do you crew have to do reshoots there. on the pilot. Um, we 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 may you know just do some tweaking here and there. We're working all that out. But the uh, the Vancouver crews are terrific, and mm-hmm. so we're working with a lot of the same great people, and it's nice to have that continuity. Um, I hear the food's good. The food is good. I was always going to I've heard sit, like about Vancouver. Yeah, the food is fantastic. It's beautiful up there. I look forward to taking up snowboarding again for one nice. day before breaking everything in my body. <laughs> I was going to warn you, but you're you too old know. for that. Yeah, I know. Uh, too old for that shit. Yeah. Um, I almost, I almost hesitated before saying shit because I haven't been here so long that I there was that moment of like, oh wait, am I about to say a curse word in a place where I shouldn't say a curse? Word? Well, you just missed Bill's rant, and there were a lot of f bombs. So is Bill's rant? You're still going like to look a, better than a I. bit. It's uh you you know it's I, I'm sorry I don't mean to interrupt no, no, I know no. I do this a lot you're like movie star handsome <laughs> right now it's mesmerizing I turned and looked and said this is a whole new you it really is you've I, gone uh, and whipped the I, thing in the shape yeah, I'm like the the caterpillar who turned the thing and then came out in the, in the butterfly <laughs> I started interrupt I was yeah. in a chrysalis last time you saw me <laughs> See, really B- Bill's rent even has a, a theme song oh Bill's rent Bill's Ranch. Not bad. Is it, was yeah. it Jersey Boy inspired? Very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I interrupted. No, no, no. I apologize. No, no, I, all I do is interrupt in this. I've been <laughs> calling Marty Korean all day. So <laughs> Clint Eastwood. No one has to apologize for anything on this podcast. <laughs> Clint Eastwood listens to, to the show and he, he heard that the rant, uh, that rant right. theme song and he yeah. said, I want that guy. Yeah. I want really? him in my movie. You know, I knew that the breadth of this podcast had only been increasing, but not to, not to Mr. Seeds. Eastwood. That's all we're doing here. Planting Plant seeds. seeds. That's the name of my bit today. To Planting seeds. Um, so how has your summer been, Dan? Uh, my summer, thank you for asking, Marty. It, it um, looks sun-drenched. <laughs> sun-dappled, I prefer. But yes, I am sun-drenched because I went, I won't betray anybody's privacy, but I went out with my friends Rob and Katie and their kids and... Uh, John and and it was supposed friend to be of the show, friend of the show, and John uh, Jason and Jackie of the covers kids. party band. 
Mm-hmm. We were just doing the whole privacy thing about that's, the no last names right. and came Sorry. right on right on out. Guys, fuck that up. Right what, on out there. That, that's, that, that's what I do. I, you I'm hung out with John Enbaum. That's a that's a huge <laughs> I, because I haven't and you hung out because with, they didn't. You hung out with Rob Thomas, your boss. You know that's the thing is we didn't. They haven't. Thank you, Marty, for making for me look better. Private lives to be aired here. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm respecting. It's not so much my privacy. I'm saying like they didn't decide to go to a beach day with me so that then I could talk about it. Apart, right. like they don't. They but Enbaum's been on the show. Right? Yeah, but that didn't oh, well, mean he signed a permo yeah, no, waiver. That's exactly what it meant. Every single thing exactly Embalm does in front of me, meant. I get to come in here and that's talk exactly about it. That's exactly what that so, meant. So anyway, and it was an important who it was. What was important is that it was sun-drenching. Ah. That's why – that's the only reason I brought it up. Had it been a tale of Hollywood or something like that, then I think you're right. I think you have a point. Like a business thing. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't. It was a tale of sun-drenching. And yes, I just I like was, dropping the name of the covers band party as much as possible as if we I, did something significant. Did, did you go? Saturday night. I played. Do you know that? Do you know the whole thing with the covers party? I cannot get invited. Either that, I or didn't I know that. I actually thought I might see you, but then assumed you were no, in no, no. Canada. Not, I, ne- I never invited. I don't get invited. I really whoever is it. Whoever throws it. Let's put it in the least way. Whoever throws it, I don't think knows me. Mm-hmm. But if they do know me, they don't like me. Whatever it is, I've never been able to get an invitation in all really? these years. So I've never been. If it's any consolation, I've played now five years. Yeah, and never been invited. I've never actually gotten an actual invitation. <laughs> I mean, I guess, but like, but but Marty and John haven't been like, oh, you know, y- even though you don't have an invitation, you should just come. I would go like, yeah, yeah, I wasn't invited, and then there's just like a silence. That silence it indicates it's an invitation only thing, <laughs> and and you don't Marty. have one for whatever reason. So no, you really shouldn't come. They've never once said, oh, just, just come. Yeah, It'd be fun. Actually, to have we you said come. on this phone uh, on this show, come to the covers party. I didn't know you were in town. Uh, was I? Was it this uh, Saturday night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, John knew because we were having a beach day the next day. Oh, John and Bomb of the covers <laughs> party. <laughs> now you now, the, now that fucker gets <laughs> John. We were having a beach day, John. <laughs> you fucker. He knew. Yeah. He damn well knew. Yeah. That's I think it's more than you, Marty, who's always open and gracious. Like there's been, and maybe it's just because John sometimes doesn't whatever. But like he, he lacks social certain social graces. He, he's like all the times I've ever jokingly and half jokingly said, "Boy, I'd never get an invitation to go." There's always like a silence, and then he talks about rehearsing and going and playing, and how much fun it is, and how he loves it, which would give me so much joy to see. And it never once he said, "You should just." You just come because I play every year and it's so much fun. And I, and go, I know, good. and it I want to come. And all I was looking for was someone to say, "It's cool, just come." No one ever said it. Wow, wow! I yeah. would have invited you had I had I. <laughs> Thank you. It even occurred to me that you wouldn't be invited. Yeah, I know. Who? How would? <laughs> who would think? <laughs> who would? So um, how's uh, the the writing of the show going? Great. Great. Writers' room's been open for a few weeks, and uh, nice. things are chugging along. Chugging and, uh, along. Is, is there uh, a big whiteboard? Yes, it cool. is. It's a well. I was about to say it's a four-walled room, as opposed to the old <laughs> two-wall rooms that <laughs> the most shows use. We, we we got a big budget. We have four walls in our room, which reminds me of my favorite room. Arrested Development line. Uh, Am I in three quarters of a hospital room? <laughs> <laughs> I did finally watch all of the the Neo Arrested Development. I didn't make it. I I watched some stopped. Mm-hmm. And then when I had the flu and was like up in Vancouver with the flu and just find anything on the on demand, I was like, well, screw it. I'll watch the rest of them. And then liked it again in the middle and then didn't think they stuck the landing at the end huh. and ended up coming away disappointed. But I got excited in the middle because like, oh, wait, it's starting to fire on those cylinders and the puzzle boxes coming together. And then suddenly at the end, it was like 
all those balls that were being juggled in the air just oh, and it's, it's so not what you I love them so much I admire they're them so much so smarter much. than that yeah you, and they should know I, how important it is especially since they're doing something unique and, and yeah. uh, that's a departure from the standard show because they were uh, as you said um, weaving it and, and building a puzzle they should have known how important it was to then. Right, and I read something about like maybe something. they were leaving the door open to this springboarding to a movie, and I certainly get that uh, creative notion. It's just that this, you, know, you can't turn a TV show into a movie. That's just that's <laughs> just a terrible idea. The, so party down they're, fans, they're two different media. First, no party down movie. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> Veronica Mars just red lit the, the party down movie. Oh, I didn't know you could red light something. Yeah, the oh. red light. I, I has anybody empowered. ever said that? By the way, I've never. I've heard green lit all my life. I've never yeah. heard it got red lit. It's, it's can we start it's that? Pure genius. It started. It's, it's yeah, started. like today. It starts it here. Is on. Yeah, that it's got a, red lit. Uh, tra- <laughs> Trademark Dan Etheridge. <laughs> and it's also a nice way to say no. It's like, you know what? I'm going to red light that idea. <laughs> you know how fat, like literally like a brush fire in the Mount Griffith, Griffith Park right now. If we start red lit, it will be to, by tomorrow. They're going to, wait, I mean, is there a fire right like, now? I'm going to put a pin in that. There's no, ha- no. It's just it was a pithy around. metaphor uh-huh. suitable to our August times. I was looking out the our window August. to see if there was smoke. <laughs> we would, it would be billowing into the house. Like, yeah, can't you see, buddy? <laughs> Eagle Rocks Blaze. Um, yep. Yeah, well, let's red lit that conversation. Or is it red lit? <laughs> that conversation's red lit. Um, That's a hashtag. Is this, our, is this our new spot? Okay, I'd like to take a moment out for our sponsor. Think Thin High Protein Bar with a new look, Brownie Crunch. <laughs> I have low, low blood, blood sugar. sugar. I need to snack throughout the podcast if I'm well, going to keep you've bringing been the air material. yourself. You've lost like 700 pounds. Exactly. A lot of that, like, you know, fat in the face thing yeah, is the, gone. Uh, well, I'm less bearded. And my hair had yeah. gotten quite long, long as yeah. it had been since college, I think. Now I, now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I've been heading towards this whole time. I'm peaking. Well, guess what? You made it. So Will, <laughs> Will Wilkins it. asks, do shows cater for writers? I thought he asked douche shows. <laughs> douche shows. <laughs> Dan, Dan will know this one. Uh, douche, douche shows. shows. Regarding yeah. douche shows. And go. wink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do shows cater for writers' rooms? I don't know if he means... Cater. Uh, they, do you, you get free lunch if you you're a writer? That's what I want to know. You will often work during lunch, and so often work is bought by the production, uh, particularly during the, the the writers room weeks. What part of town are you in? Uh, we are in the. Uh, we're in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was going to narrow it down more, like to the neighborhood, and then right. I realized there's there's no need for that. Thai Town, <laughs> Thai Town East. <laughs> we're, we're, Actually, if we want to, we are in Southwest Thai Town. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Got some, it. some good okay. catering options. Yeah, yes, yes. Although we we never gotten Thai, I love really? Thai. That's uh, what's my favorite. Yeah, we've been uh, Brett and I have been tr- just trying new Thai places now because we we used to order in and love that, but now we're just go out to a new place every time we want some Namloang. Uh, it's a cash only. Sanam Luang. Is it Sanam Luang? No, we we just started this, so I, I won't. And we haven't gone to places whose names we can't pronounce. So we, it took me years. I lived out. blocks away. It took me years, and apparently really? I'm not even pronouncing it right. What do you know? You're Korean. You took me to a place on Hollywood Boulevard, like a, a, a Thai noodle place that was Sanam Luang. Oh, was that what? It, that yeah. was delicious. Yeah, it's a cash only, right next to a dumpster, flies everywhere, <laughs> and you're like, oh, it's like I'm in Thailand. <laughs> oh, Thailand just shed a tear. <laughs> Have you been to Thai spicy barbecue on? It's like Normandy and well, Santa what Monica. What do they serve there? <laughs> it's it's like 
eight tables. It's just a family who runs mm. it, and uh, it's Northern Thai, and mm. it was delicious. And, and it, is their name very clearly Thai Spicy Barbecue? Yes, or is it written in, a, in Thai, and you just have to know that? No, no, it, it's written, which is okay. what, like, because right now we're still, we're novices in this, but uh, mm. it's, it's, in a, it's in a little mini mall uh, with, like, a nice. liquor store, so there's a lot of drugs hanging out. At, but it Perfect. Is, but it's delicious. And on Yelp, it... It keeps up. It, the reason we tried it is just constantly number one best tie in, oh, wow. in Hollywood. And so, have you tried number one best tie? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, he was a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you going on vacation? Uh, going to Mykonos, Greece. Ooh, are you I was just get, in Cyprus. Are you going to get drenched in some sun? Really? Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I am sun drenched and olive oil dappled. Um, I we I have friends that are that are uh, uh, vacationing there and doing some other things and then have a house there and we're gracious enough to say, hey, if you can get over for a week, come on over. So I'm going to go over. Way to capitalize. I, you know what I'm excited about? And, you know, famous last words, um, I think it's always a bit of a jinx to talk about your excitement about flying on a certain sort of plane because it's sort of like, yay, I'm on the Titanic. Um, but the... Don't uh, Jason Biggs this one, by the way. I, <laughs> I'm on... Uh, uh, I'm flying back. When I fly back from London to LA, it's direct, and it's on the A380, which is the biggest mm. civilian jetliner in the world, the mm-hmm. full double decker, which I've never been on. It's terrifying. <laughs> it's a, when you walk in a plane and you see a staircase, you're like, I gotta get out of here. I've, you know, I've seen the staircase up. before on the you know the 747, but that's just the half double decker. Mm-hmm. The whole plane is a double decker. I don't think I've been. Really I haven't amazing. been on that one. No. And uh, Do but they I have a on, jazz bar. I mean, a piano bar. At the, they have both actually, a jazz and a piano bar. Oh, nice. One lovely, lovely. It depends if you like cool hot jazz. That's up front. If you like fusion, that's at the back of the piano. Um, but every seat, which I'm excited about, I looked it up. Because I loaded my iPad, it's eleven hours, and I, mm-hmm. I got an aisle seat because I just felt that I want to stretch without with other people. And I loaded up my my new iPad Air. Think thin, high protein bars, new look, brownie crunch. And the iPad Air, I loaded up with programming, but then I realized after two hours of watching a TV show, I won't have any juice left. Yeah. But every seat on the new A380 has its own power uh, power cord adapter and television. It's, it's the little things, it's you know. The, it is. But it, I mean, that alone makes like, great, I can watch, I just, I'm going to watch all of Fargo season one. And yeah. I will be mostly done with the run. And it's like a, a cup holder in a car is like, is that's right. the craziest thing. Like, you know. It, I had one a car without a cup holder, and when I got a, a cup holder, yeah. I was like, "This is technology is amazing." Well, yes. like, Brett is so dying for me to get a new car. I, I'm like one of the guys who going to drive my car till it's in the ground dead. And I, mm-hmm. so I have a Honda CRV from many years ago, but it works great, so I'm going to keep doing it. And I own it, so what the hell? But the passenger front, the front passenger seat, does not have a, um, a what do you call it? Uh, armrest. Uh, armrest. Like I have one, but he does. And I when I sit in that car the way the car's designed you're like fuck this really wants an armrest and so you hold your hand up over the window and stuff so he's just dying because that little thing actually would make his experience so much this is how good i am on the on my sound cues today Uh ladies and gentlemen it's the top of the hour and listening to the smod coast morning show on the smodcast internet radio networks Oh, no, that is the only time in the history of the podcast that I have ever resorted to a belch as a piece of comedy. Dan, I, 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 I like that the guy lowered the bar today. Uh, Dan, will you wish Jadlin a happy birthday from last week? Jadlin, nothing would give me more pleasure than to wish you a happy belated birthday. What about giving uh, Darren a current birthday wish? Really? Yeah. Hey, Darren, keeper of the stats. Happy birthday to you, sir. The happy, great, the oh, great wait, I'm corrector. I'm sorry, let me say it so you can understand it. 
Happy birthday to you, governor. I hope. I think you gave Darren a ringtone. There you go. <laughs> For the day. <laughs> you could have seen Dan's just delighted face as he said. That was that. a full body performance. That was not just a vocal performance. Well, you have to cheekily throw your fist from left to right like you're doing Tim Timmery. Um, Rose, who plays uh, the lead in iZombie, who's a wonderful human being and actress, is from New Zealand. And so whenever Crazy I often accent. I will I come it. up to yeah and the our runner is which I think I enjoy more than her but she's game <laughs> and she enjoys it is I come up and I go look I can do your accent now too and I go into my like absurdly poor cockney <laughs> And, and she, her, you could tell that it's like razor blades in her ears, but she's so charming. She, she always laughs merrily. And, <laughs> well, and, and then skitters off into the distance. And then like, floats like, away on New Zealand fairy wings. <laughs> while she's calling her agent saying, you got to ne- negotiate this yeah, thing for me. Oh, I can speak Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> if that's How roughly what not she, I know. What? <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> um, and are you? Is it just you and Brett going to? Uh... Um, sadly, um, uh, uh, Brett has a uh, happily. Brett has a full time job as a veterinarian. Oh, that's right. Uh, and this actually, is uh, I already knew this. And so, like, this is prime time, and and so that that uh, that's got to take priority at the moment. Well, animals get sick all the time. It's not like they have a season for getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is uh, you know. Heart, yes, but heartworm this is, season. This is a new journey he's on, and so uh, taking a week off into the new journey. Bad call. Uh, so, who are you going with? Uh, oh, uh, me. You know, you, um, nope. I don't. Okay, can't go. Uh, pal, the, my my good friends that I travel with often. <laughs> John Enbaum of the covers party. <laughs> no, he can't come. <laughs> Uninvited. <laughs> Not invited. Not invite. Uh, Oli Olafson. Nope. Stop! Stop and no. I don't. Th- the invasion of privacy meme is is not a good one. <laughs> Let's. Speaking of, how's your girlfriend? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I met her for the first time. I thought she was delightful. Really? I thought she was really nice. She was really supportive. That's she great. She's really smart. I'd love to hear that. I'm very excited to meet her someday. I, I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed her company. February apparently, right. no, but um, <laughs> but in February. Well, you won't meet her at the next covers party. Yeah, <laughs> or the one after that, or the one after that, or the one after that. Or the one after that. <laughs> Lou, who is from England, approves. is that Lil Fishes? Yes, she approves of your British accent. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank you for the bottom of my heart. <laughs> oh my God, that is like that is razor blades on my eardrums. I, that's like Dick Van Dyke level. Oh my God, thank you. <laughs> pip, pip, cheerio. Thank you, Lou, little fishes. Lou, Lou fishes. Thank you. <laughs> That's uh, all right. That was my impression of David Cameron, Prime Minister of the United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Wishing you, Lou, a happy you. Okay. <laughs> that's, and that's comedy Oh my god I, Aren't they waiting for you at the office? They are I have a mere nine more minutes um, Waiting for us to make television magic Now am I in time for mail sack Or will the mail sack be like all letters That are addressed to like you And, and will therefore like be not interesting to do In the next nine The mail sack is always interesting to do <laughs> But it will take Marty nine minutes to find the mail sack Q song no. uh, He said he was on today Like today we're, we're gonna on. dip into the mail sack 
mail sack, mail sack. I wanna get my hands that mail sack. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that great. Was great. <laughs> hmm. I was raising the roof at that moment, <laughs> d- dancing to that. It's how much it, that that I say it every time. I fucking love that song. Makes me happy. It does. It makes, it makes me you really happy. happy. There's mm-hmm. that syncopation, that awesome, awesome. It's not quite singing. What would, uh, scatting, I think you would call it. Awesome scatting. I think it's a grand mal seizure. <laughs> Grand Mall scatting. That's that's my that's my song string. Was there any of that in Jersey Boys? Uh, I don't remember any scatting. Did you play? Did you play Suave Thug? I played bass. They actually really? hired actors who could play instruments, and they all our instruments were hot. We played live. Really? So for every take, we played the whole song live, and that's the music they ended up using in the music. Was our oh, that's great performance. Uh, this first. One is from James Haney. He says, Good morning, Smurps. While waiting for the show to start, hopefully with a full crew and maybe Dan, I remembered a song from a Smodco sister podcast, Get Up On This, hosted by Jensen Karp, that applies uh, to our personal Jesus Stephen Kruger. And it's Alan Kingdom Evergreens. Uh, yeah, I don't know that song. I, I suppose I could play it, but is this, I, that would I take another half hour. Letter, are you reading the letter now when you say that? Yeah, or is that yeah. you saying that? That's the, me reading the letter. For the first time. Um, also, kudos on manning the board that board successfully last week, you master. Yeah, you done well. Uh, even after Jesus left the building, that would be Stephen, uh, our personal Jesus. Yeah, where are Stephen and Emily? Okay. Uh, they're they both have car trouble mm-hmm. allegedly. Oh. Performance under fire, indeed. Great. I had to do the podcast solo. Um, and great to hear Still from Jam Master James. Really? More please uh, keep making our Tuesday mornings bright. By the way, I just want to... Uh, what the hell did you talk about for two hours? I talked about how I couldn't figure out how to work and the buttons and talk at the same time. <laughs> so just so you know, we, we have <laughs> that a... should have been awesome. Yeah. We have a, um, you know, the, uh, our own page in, in the smodcast.com uh, web, website. I didn't know And that. people can leave comments on individual episodes. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, we've had maybe six over the past two years. Right, right, right. We haven't had one in, in forever until that episode. <laughs> really? It was a very special episode. <laughs> yes. I kind of love it. It's like the stuck in an elevator sitcom. Uh, Darren, it's a bottle episode. Darren Saw, not to call him out, but I'm calling him out, uh, from Melbourne, Australia. Oh, I love Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne. <laughs> he wrote a comment saying uh, about the solo episode. Holy shit, this was fucking sad. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot say that he was wrong. We have arrived. I think that should be put on... That should be our slogan. Holy shit, this was fucking sad. That's it. When we... Marty, when Nooner Dan Marty goes off the air years from now. The, the very last one, whenever yes, that may be. When I'm on my when I'm on our deathbeds. We have to pledge that we will whoever's there will all look at each other and in unison say, Holy, Holy shit, shit. That, that was, was sad. sad. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our final outline. <laughs> that's our good night and good luck. Yes. Was it that was fucking sad? That this was, th- this oh, was fucking sad. Holy shit. This, this was, was fucking, fucking sad. sad. Boom. But that's it. <laughs> Pimp that fuck. <laughs> um, Drake Bailey writes in, and Drake Bailey is a, a young man who drove that's from. A, that's a superhero's name. It yeah. is. He, or a villain. He mm-hmm. drove from uh, 
Arkansas to Texas. Where in Arkansas? Against you know, my advice. Oh, uh, really? Yes, Why he was, did you say no? He was pursuing a long-distance long distance relationship. Love. Wait, he didn't have a truck full of cores, did he? <laughs> did he? What? Did he mention cores? I don't know. What, what made, that what, might have been he. From, from Texarkana? Like from Texarkana? With beer uh-huh. in Atlanta, that's beer in Texarkana. We'll take it back no matter what it takes. That's exactly the plot of Smoking the Bandit. Eastbound and down, loaded up and drugging. We're going to do what they say. I thought maybe you were saying don't do it, bootleggings against the law. But he did it for love. I would have encouraged him to bootleg. Think thin, high-protein bars. New look, how brownie much, How much protein in each bar? Oh, that's funny you should ask, Marty. There's 20 grams of protein, zero grams of sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, Arkansas, we were just, uh, I was just there in Little Rock, Arkansas, nice. by the way. Um, Drake Bailey. Mm-hmm. So what does uh, he have to He says, say? well, Merps, I made it back in one piece. I had so much fun. It was great hanging out with her and her sister. Ooh. Oh, and I don't suppose I mentioned the three years <laughs> I knew her. What happened, Drake? What, what, I was oh, also close steamy. friends with her twin sister. Twin? Whoa! <laughs> Twins! Aruga! Twins. Uh, I met their family. They were very kind, and we all went out to eat. They we were very supportive. Morning zoo for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> they were very supportive of my girlfriend and I. Ooh, now she's your girlfriend. girlfriend. Whoa! Wow. Which which one? Her or the twin sister? Or do you even know? <laughs> <laughs> we won't tell. Uh, the drive back was hell. It was a lot harder considering I had nothing to look forward to other than um, a loot crate. A and box, a truck full of cores. A box of geek collectibles and exclusive shirts valued at $40 sent every month in case you didn't know. I didn't and a know. beagle named Fred. <laughs> um, <laughs> Got a lot going on. Anyways. It's a folk song We got to, to spend... <laughs> it um, did happen. It's called He's Patted Down. It happened. <laughs> Uh, they got to spend a week at a hotel, which was great. The whole trip was amazing, and the beach was beautiful. I'm glad you guys told me to do it. Without all of you, I wouldn't have made this wonderful experience. I told you not to do it. That's what I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. You said not to do I, it. We, but everybody, all, the rest of us said to do so it. So yeah. it's sort of a fuck so, you, Bill. I don't want to take credit for his happiness right now. You, should, you shouldn't. You don't get any. I don't get any. I wasn't there, but at least I was in abstentia. When, so the votes were three, one, and one. When she breaks his heart, and he realizes he's driven, done all this driving, and is pickup truck now doesn't work and he's miserable and his life and his heart don't work don't come crying to me that was the fourth stanza of eastbound and down they cut <laughs> when jerry was recording that <laughs> they like, said you know what they're like you know what? it feels like a this downer is a <laughs> let's end on the high because we actually like kind of we're getting the beer there it's all working out and we're showing smoky what's what save it for this... your box set retrospective release pal <laughs> man my girlfriend let <laughs> I could do that. Unfortunately, I could do the theme. Yeah, no, actually, Jerry really wanted it in there, and they fixed it in post. They're like, just let him record it. Let him sing it. Trust me. Just put a lot of guitar vamping. That's why there's that extended guitar solo in the middle of the song. <laughs> it's that ellipsed verse. Are you hearing me? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, sounds yeah, great. Yeah. Sounds it's, great. It's great. Sounds great, Jerry. Just keep out in it. Yep, 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 yep. Don't come crying to me <laughs> when she breaks your heart. He's about to die. Loaded up and drunkin'. Uh, so he, he says thank you and keep, um, uh, for the, the podcast and keeping him entertained on the drive. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a great story. I'm so glad that it, that it worked out. I shared that with the viewer. So uh, you know. then, there, our next one is from Garrett Kearns, who writes in. Uh, he's said he's a uh, singer. And Where's a Garrett from? I, he's somewhere in the East Coast, I think. Um, so he says, hi, guys, no new songs this time. I actually wanted to talk about the Daredevil discussion you guys had last week. He has since become, I've realized, he's my favorite comic book character, Daredevil. In the last week? Uh, of all time. 
But I've who realized he, it in the last leap week. Over in a single bound to get to um, Wolverine. <sighs> um, gosh, hmm. you know I'm not a comic book guy, so I shouldn't make fun of your choices. Captain Captain you America. should absolutely make fun of him. For anything. No, no, no. no I just no, went no, deep no, into no. the Daredevil catalog on my trip because I, I downloaded a comic book reading app. And oh. I, haven't read comic, I haven't read comics in like 10 years. Right. Um, and, and I read through all these old Frank and Miller it's a really great Mark Wade Daredevils. And I suddenly realized it's not just that I love these storylines and these writers and this art. I just love Daredevil. So Marvel Got has it. an app. I'm even an apologist for the it's Ben Affleck movie. But aren't they making Okay, it's a subscription uh, app that you, right. you can delve into their entire catalog. Fuck, I want to delve. Yeah. And while you're getting drenched? I want to delve and drench. Uh, (laughs) So anyhow. Yeah, I'm heartbroken they're making a new Netflix series without me. Oh, that's a bummer. You could play Kingpin. Uh, Are you calling me fat? Not this new svelte bill. (laughs) Bill's always been svelte. As a blind person living in America, (laughs) I've encountered many of the same issues as Daredevil, and I really relate to the character. The only problem is I can't read comics, which is fucking ironic. Uh, What makes me frustrated is that Marvel, DC, and other comic book publishers could release something like a radio drama, something I would gladly pay for. So Marvel uh, did one of these with uh, for Mark Wade's first issue a few years ago. I thought I would just uh, share my thoughts on this. Also, I think the T-shirt shouldn't have the hashtag symbol. I agree, um, but just a list of sayings. We'll, we'll get and that. go Lakers! Uh, thanks for the free funny uh, Merps. Thank you, Garrett. Actually, there is a service out there that does do audio comic books, and and I, actually, you can go on the Marvel website and hear that <clears throat> that one episode of uh, the Mark Wade. Daredevil, uh, but that, but separate out of separate from that, they do do uh, talking comic books. So I like the idea of comic book radio plays. Yeah, I, they don't. I would love to be the sound effects, the live sound effects guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you listen play. to the the uh, the, the talking comic book, they actually describe each frame. You know, as they're hmm. you know, so it's it's a weird. Is balance. it interesting? Well, I mean, I suppose it seems like were, it would it would jumble the flow of the like action. How do you yeah, get but, back into the right. yeah. constant? Uh, but then again, it's not. And then he's way. walking really. He's on his tiptoes, and he says, "But like, <laughs> it's hard to do an action fight, you know, right. as a drama Ow. thing." Bing. Ow! Poof! We just did one. You're right. welcome, and Garrett. That was amazing. Yeah, yeah thank but you. no, I, I have not listened to them, but I know that there's a service that does DC Comics, and I think Marvel as well, uh, if you just do a Google search for um, audio comic books. so That has to be that. my last mail letter, Marty. Okay. Sorry. Uh, the, Apologize for nothing. The writer's room needs you. I, I must to the room. You, they, you inspire them with your cockney? By my, uh, yes. With your cockney? Oh boy! I'm not Marty's talking. going for Marty's it. Marty's got it. Think thin, high protein bars have given me a new look, Marty. Now in caramel nut blast. <laughs> <laughs> no, Say the, that with a cockney accent. Of oil, going on. I, I enjoy caramel nut blast. The reason that uh, I said that is because when I was doing Veronica Mars the series, there was a protein bar. I forget the brand, and they came out with a new flavor, and it said new flavor. Caramel Nut Blast. And I wrote them and I said, does nobody there... <laughs> Wait, you wrote... You literally- yeah, I did. I was like, does anyone there under- see the potential for that being a terrible, terrible new flavor? Did they respond? They did not respond. But I have not seen Caramel Nut Blast <laughs> since... <laughs> That could have been a great I kept niche marketing box campaign. In my storage unit. It's probably gross now since it was food in 10 years ago. <laughs> but I have the Caramel Nut Blast bar. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a balance bar. It's, oh, did you it, find it? Yeah. Do they still make it? Balance bar gold, caramel nut blast, 15 count bars. You can get them on Amazon. I think it's a bad, bad call. <laughs> I think it's the greatest call of their of their career. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, with that, um, it's been lovely uh, seeing you all and talking Great to, to you. people out there. And I, I will see you guys in February 2015. All right. We'll, we'll try to get you on the phone or something like yeah, that. Yeah, actually, I would love that. Maybe I could do some call-ins like I did in New York. Or yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, and the time difference won't be the, a problem. And I will reverse the charges. Call collect to you, Marty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, everybody. I'll see you next Tuesday. And Dan is waving. <laughs> Full body Thank performance. You, everybody. Full body performance. It helps me. That's time. like when I did voiceover. You know, I used mm-hmm. to have to. It helps me getting. That helps me to say a better goodbye if I do a jaunty wave. Goodbye. <laughs> you will be missed. All right. Bye. Uh, wow, that was awesome. That was great. Uh, very, thank you, very pleasant Dan, surprise. For, yeah, thank you for uh, keeping the surprise, Marty. I didn't know that was coming. Yeah, and it was positively uplifting. Um, let me just go through. I know we're in the middle of the uh, mail sack, mail sack, but I just want to go through. Uh, Darren says that Loot Crate sponsors a number of other Smodcast shows. Well, they don't sponsor us. I want a Loot Crate. What's Loot Crate? Well, that's what. Um, that's what Drake was talking about. He had a loot crate waiting for him. It's a bunch of geek stuff that people send that, that you can like a subscription service where they send you T-shirts and whatnot. Ah, I had not heard of it. All this discussion of my snacks has made me hungry, so I'm I'm diving in. Oh yeah, okay. Um, oh my god. Um, and then let's see. Lou says, "Uh oh, has um, Bill Tweederson got been unlucky in love lately? No." Nope. I'm, his girlfriend was at the covers party, and she was a delight. I'm in good shape. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and then Chris, Chris Brown says, you guys are looking for She Got the Gold Mine, I Got the Shaft by Jerry Reed. Great song. Um, can you give us a little bit of that? Um, she got the gold mine, I got the shaft. Should have known better. I gave, gave her the better half. Um I know it sounds so funny, but it hurts too much to laugh. She got the gold mine, I got the shaft. Aw, thank you, Jerry Reed. Oh, damn right, I got the shaft. Uh, Vince D'Onofrio, Keegan writes in, uh, is the new kingpin, so it won't be you, Bill. Sorry. Um, I just just want you to apologize for calling me fat. (laughs) I didn't call you fat. Uh, I called you, I thought you're such a versatile actor that you could play anything, and that would be a good role. Uh, I could be bullseye. Mm, no, no. <laughs> you sure you could be bull? You could be bullseye. Uh, oh, people said hi, goodbye to Dan. Thank you for coming, Dan. Um, and we will miss you. Next one is from Garrett Hall. Good uh, morning, Smurps. Do any of you watch Arrow? I've just finished seasons one and two, and can't wait for the uh, for the fall for the third. Are you looking forward to the new Flash TV series? Why is DC fucking up their movies, but seem to be doing TV so well, and vice versa for Marvel? Happy potting, Garrett Hall. Um, Jesus's black belt buckle, Texas. What's Jesus's belt buckle? Is that know. a place? Oh uh, well, uh, Garrett, that's a great question. I guess if you're the Bible belt, Jesus is the buckle. Oh yeah. Duh. Know, I'm, a dummy. Up, I'm a dummy. I'm a dummy. Have you been watching Green Arrow? You're not a DC I guy. I don't love DC. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed the Smallville pilot, and then it got too soapy and high schooly for me. Um, but I've not been watching Arrow, and I'm not excited about The Flash. 
Why? To answer your questions. They're characters I never gave a shit about growing up, so it's not like the you know we would imagine them as movies as kids and TV, and now here they are. Um, so it would have to stand solely on on the strength of its creative merits, mm-hmm. which I don't know anything about because I'm not watching. Um, I did. I watched the pilot for Green Arrow, and it seemed cool, but. I have problems with the CW shows because the people are so freaking pretty in the, you know, so yes. it, yes. it's, um, and I, knowing that I'll never be on a CW show because I'm not pretty, yes. uh, it's a problem, but, uh, no, I mean, I, people have, have been saying great things about it and I do like the green arrow character. I like the green arrow black canary thing. Um, but I haven't watched it. But that's a good endorsement. I probably will watch it in... I think it's on um, Netflix right now, streaming. As for The Flash, I don't... I I don't know. There was a Flash TV show in the 80s, and I just remember it being terrible. Um, Did you... You you didn't watch it. I remember that it existed, but I didn't watch it. But I I, I would... You know, I'll see what the reviews are like. I'm I'm not eager to see it, but if it's good, I'll I'll absolutely watch it. I'll watch anything that's good. Um, But the Flash character never um, cap- captured my imagination the way that some of the Marvel ones did. I miss... Um, it makes me miss DJ DJ um, James because he would always play that... Com- I like comics. And there's that one line about like... I forget the name of the writer, but you made me like The Flash again. Um, what DC movies have there been? Green Lantern. Oh, that was terrible. Didn't see it. Oh, it was so bad. Um, but this is, I don't think it's a good character. Uh, the Batman series, oh, yeah. yeah, which DC I didn't think were as great as everyone said they were, but, but they were fun. They, they were, were, they were they I enjoyed were, them. Okay, uh, more than okay, but I, I, I didn't think. And they then were the, the Superman works. Did you watch the last Superman? Movie? I didn't watch any of the last two Superman reboots. Yeah, so I don't know if they're fucking even though he was created by two high school children in <sighs> Cleveland. I thought they're from Canada. Nope. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm excited about uh, Ben Affleck's. I'm not. Batman, I think it'd be fine. Even though I was, a, I'm, a, I'm a Daredevil apologist for the the Ben Affleck movie. I just there's a darkness in Batman that he does not possess. Yeah, he just uh, does. He's yeah. Batman. It's a problem with a lot of the superheroes. Actually, we keep casting handsome jocks mm-hmm. as all the superheroes, and it's like you know what, Spider Man was. I, I think they got there with Andrew Garfield, but he was like a weedy, scrawny string bean, mm-hmm. and even with his strength, he didn't like. Bulk up, right, right. Um, like when they had Tobey Maguire suddenly buff in the the that first Spider-Man. It's like, no, he's not buff. He's not a jock. Right, like, his whole thing is being outsider. Um, and y- y- the jocks, the the toe-headed, all-American, broad-chested, thick-armed guys who keep getting all the superhero roles. It's like there's there's no darkness in them. There's no there's no sense of the outsider. Like it works for <laughs> Captain America. It works for Thor. But right. Batman, I I don't I want a lanky Batman. I want I want a lanky Daredevil. I want yeah, slighter. But, but see, Frank Miller made him gave him bulk, you know. So I think it changed mm-hmm. him, you know. I mean, it was later in his years, but still, it changed yeah. our conception of who he was. Uh, and he did actually train really hard. He's not like yeah, no. I mean, they're they're all hyper athletic, right? Right. But you can be have a swimmer's body. I'm just trying to get cast. At like Bill, Bill has a swimmer's body for everybody who's listening. All you I just want a job. Is that so wrong? Uh, did you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? 
I watched the first two episodes and it felt like generic television to me. It well, didn't feel special at all. Once it got, once we got to to the Winter Soldier, um, the Captain America movie, there was, it tied into the TV show directly. Um, it was it was interesting because that the whole Shield universe fell apart in the in the movie. Spoiler alert! Sorry. But and then so then Agents of Shield had to respond to it and I, I know it was all did calculated. they go rogue? They do, they do, and it's it's really um, it got a lot more interesting, a lot more nuanced because people in the show had to be Hydra, you know. So there were characters that were established that in the movie were in Hydra uh, and that had crossovers into mm. into the TV show. So it was really cool. I remember being disappointed at how sort of CW the casting was of Agents of Shield. There again, there's like. Wh- where are the people with the darkness? Where are the cowboys and the pirates and the outliers and the and the weirdos? I'm tired of everybody being good-looking, but good-looking in a way that isn't even interesting. And then I'm supposed to believe that you're good-looking, but you have this dark past and you have these amazing skills. It's like, no, you, you, uh, none of you have calluses on your hands. You've clearly coasted through life on your looks. You're not fucking interesting. Where, what... The, Look to the BBC for actual casting of human beings who have fascinating faces and interesting bodies and stories behind their eyes. Mm-hmm. Soul. Um, I just want a job so badly. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, let's see. Keegan writes in uh, the first Arrow episode, there's a parkour scene where uh, Arrow jumps like a kitty cat. That makes me laugh every time. Uh, and uh, Tyson said that it, he liked... Um, Arrow and Keegan agrees with me that Agents of Shield got really good, even though they're very attractive people on that show. Um, and then Darren says Marvel, uh, they have the MCU, um, Fantastic Four, X Men, and Spider Man series all going. DC failed to, failed to get a Green Lantern sequel. Oh, there you go. Are you listening? No, I'm, I'm responding to a listener's tweet. What did the person tweet? He said I could be Aquaman. And I'm saying, you're damn right, I could. Well, why not just say it into the mic? Because I have food in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Never stopped you from talking before, <laughs> clearly. Uh, okay. Yako writes in, as you remember, I co-wrote, produced the short film with the funny name a few months ago. Sure do. Aschlag89. Aschlag. Uh, the director and I have been working on a sequel with the Hashtag same... Hashtag with the same actors for the last two months, we had written an outline, raised most of the funding, arranged locations, extra actors, and even created an indoor set in my house to serve as a police office. When we went, when we went to the main actors needed for the sequel, they rejected the project because they wanted to make something new and surprising, not just a sequel for the sake of a sequel. So back to the drawing board again for us. Yeah, I guess, recast it. I guess this is normal in the world of film, and I understand their reasoning, but being a businessman, well, sort of a shopkeeper, I'm not so fond of doing things for nothing. Please elaborate on how you've been in a situation like this yourselves, as I think you may have. Ayako. Uh, well, you've got to be careful as a businessman not to become too dependent on, uh, on people whom you don't feel you can rely on, which clearly these actors are people you can't rely on because they're not fired up about the project. They're not excited to, about the same things you are. But I would say don't be deterred. Just recast it. Was it a big enough hit that the entire audience fan base so identifies with those actors that they can't see anyone else in the role just or, recast it but also it's if you have a story there you know you can just 
it doesn't even have to be the same characters. The story is more important, right? Right. So you just tell the same story with different characters. Yeah, but, or yeah, yeah. You could, you could, if you, if it was that, imp- if you think you're going to work with these actors again and have them in this world, then yeah, then I would consider going true detective style and having having the sequel be in the world, but not be seen through the eyes of your the the two main characters you establish. But otherwise, just recap. I mean, look how many Batman there've been. It's still sure. Batman. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or they change sisters in um, Roseanne. Yeah, or uh, or husbands in Bewitched. Yeah. Which which dick did you like better, York or Sergeant? I really like the question. Uh, <laughs> I don't remember which was which. Mm-hmm. I think the less skinny one. Oh, Sergeant. Okay. Oh, that was the. I was too busy being distracted by how hot the witch was to give a shit who she was married to. Elizabeth Montgomery. Oh, so pretty. And then when she played the evil sister when, with the dark hair, then she, pretty, but in a in a in an evil way, naughty way. Yeah. Well, you're creeping me out. All about it. Uh, Lou writes in. All the p- interesting faces are in cable and British TV. We don't like generic pretty. Damn right. Neither do I. I'm a European soul. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, I'm going to go to the UK then. Also, I'm not good-looking enough to be on American television. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll see if I'm good-looking enough to be on cable <laughs> later today. Um, okay. So, yeah, I, I think that you, you know, making movies is always... You're always just facing disappointments after disappointment. Making so. a movie is an exercise in problem-solving. Yeah. So... Yeah, you have to always say yes. You have to always say, "How do we make it work? How do we?" Make and it if work? you converted your uh, your place into a police office, I would not. Uh, that's a gift right there. I would just make that make that work for something else. Yeah, know? yeah. Tell a different story. Shoot a thirty second thing. Yeah. Just keep keep making. Don't don't let don't let anyone stop you from. I mean, I've I've and I'm completely guilty of this. I've let the the difficulty of production stop me from producing. Um, don't do that. Just keep making. Just keep making. Chris Brown of Saskatoon writes in. Saskatoon. Good morning, Murps. Good morning, Murps. Great show last week, even with the technical difficulties. My apologies. Completely my fault. Not really my fault. Uh, although <laughs> Definitely is, not my fault. Although it is annoying to listen and not be able to chime in. To answer the mail sack query about other podcasts I, I listened to, you made it weird with Pete Holmes. He's very funny. I seem fun with Jen Kirkman. She's awesome. Um, yeah, she's she's very funny. Uh, the Crab Feast. Um, I don't know that one. Scar- Sklarbro Country. Yeah, Sklar Brothers. Yeah. They've yeah. got a great dynamic. And also the Record Meister podcast. They're comedians who talk about sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's... Oh, I, the Record Meister podcast is a Bayern Munich football club-based podcast. <laughs> it's a very specific niche. Yeah. Uh, I don't really expect it has much crossover appeal to the Nooners. Um your friend does a sports podcast, right? Yes. What? It's a comedy sports cast, yeah. Uh-huh. And then I've got a couple people who do uh, wrestling, pro wrestling podcasts. Do you ever go on those? I was a guest in one of their video game things when Lost Planet 3 came out, um, where they were playing Lost Planet 3 and commenting on it while I was cracking jokes and like mm-hmm. talking about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. But I, didn't, I, didn't, I haven't been on any of the sports podcasts. I, don't, I know fuck all about wrestling, so I'd be useless. Right. Um, as Chris mentioned last week, he, he continues. As I mentioned last week, I'm off to Banff in um, Banff. in Thursday for my Polish conference. It's probably about a 10-hour drive from Saskatoon. 
that I'll be doing in by myself. Heaven, there is no beer. That's why we drink it here. Read Al Yankovic polka song. You're going to hear it at the Polish conference, trust me. Oh. By the way, his... Or, uh, I don't want her, you can have her, she's too fat for me. His she's new... too fat for me. Oh, she's too fat for me. And by the way, you were right. My Bologna was his first hit. Who? Uh, My Bologna. Oh, I was talking about Frank Yankovic. You're talking about oh, Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah. No relation. Yeah. Uh, Both smoking accordion players, though. Yeah. It, it, the Weird Al album is really good, actually. Word Crimes is fucking hysterical. And First World oh. Problems. Did you see, hear that? Uh, the only one I've seen is Word Crimes. You should, I love you it. should check out First World Problems. It's very, very funny. It's like a Pixie song. That, <laughs> nice. and But it's not a specific thing. It just sounds like a Pixie song. And. Uh, it's a very funny video. I encourage everybody to watch it. And and you know I'm not a huge parody fan guy. Me neither. Song I always guy. prefer um, satire to parody. Yeah, but but he's great. Oh, so I'm, I'm so excited that like he's been doing this for you know 25 mm-hmm. years or whatever and just killing it. I'm thrilled about word crimes because he just points out everything that annoys me about everyone's lack of education about grammar. So, uh, Chris says, I'm curious what you do when you have to make a long drive solo. I'll obviously listen to some pods and, uh, and mate audiobooks. I don't know what mate. Maybe, probably. Okay. Uh, but thoughts on snacks, drinks, and other games, et cetera, that you do will be, would be appreciated. Cheers, Chris Brownska. Get a cooler. Get a cooler, slice up some fresh vegetables. When you put them in the in in the, like the plastic container, put a little water in there so that they don't dry out. Wow, that's go healthy because you don't have access to good bathrooms on long drives, so you don't want to be sick to your stomach with all that junk. I eat junk on road trips. Uh, you can't. There's there's rarely um, the only time I can find anything that's not nasty. I wonder why you have low blood like, sugar. Um, uh, uh, trail mix or something like that, and sometimes even that is full of sugar and salt. So I try to I try to pack it up so I can eat healthy on the road. I would recommend the uh, the Think Thin high protein bar. Oh, you, well, you've got to have a Think Thin high protein bar brownie crunch with a new look: twenty no. grams of protein, zero well, grams of sugar, how many low calories? GI, and uh, how many calories? I don't know. Where is it gluten free? Uh, ca- Two hundred thirty calories. I actually once was driving through Nevada. It is gluten free. I was driving through Nevada once. I didn't even know that. And I, I actually read a book. I feel really guilty about that while, while driving. Oh, wow. Yeah, because there, there are no other cars, and you just go straight, you know. So it's at the cruise control, and I read... Uh, wow, that seems really dangerous. Yeah, it really did. What was the book? It was uh, Soldiers in the Rain by William Goldman. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Soldier in the Rain. Uh, he wrote uh, Princess Bride. I know uh, William Goldman. Yeah. And he wrote, uh, was his Adventures in Screenwriting? What was the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was a great book. Great book. Um, and yeah, I, I love listening to audiobooks on the long drive. That's always fun to do. I listened to William Shatner's autobiography when I was driving across country in the 90s. That sounds awful. Got a lot of cassette. Torturous. It was hilarious. Uh, I recommend, as far as games to play, I would recommend Yellow Card. That's always a good game to play. Um, it's a game that never ends. I don't know it. Well, it's when you see a yellow car, you say, yellow car. And then it ends right there. No, no. It keeps going on. The game never ends. Do you have to keep saying yellow car? Well, if you see a yellow car, hmm. cabs don't count. I don't think that's a good game. <clears throat> it's an awesome game. Um, you'd be surprised when you start playing it, you start driving along and you'll just say to yourself, yellow car. Hmm. Um, it's, it's a- I would be surprised because I think that's dumb. Also, don't be afraid to be alone with your thoughts. 
Did you hear that there was a study recently where they hooked up people to a, um, a, a machine that would shock you? And they, they showed you, like, you know, if you press this button, it will shock you. And then they said, we're going to leave you alone uh, for 15 minutes or whatever it is. And, like, over, like, two-thirds of the, the men could not be alone with their thoughts. They instead shocked themselves. Just to... Just because they had nothing else to do, so they would shock themselves. Um, because you're right. Being alone with your thoughts is a healthy thing to do, and I don't think we, we as a... In our Twitter culture, right. you know, we are not... We have to project our thoughts at all times and then get feedback on them. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, also, one thing I do enjoy when I'm driving across the States is... And it's frustrating because you find you find absolute gold and then it goes away. But uh, AM radio, there is some weird oh, yeah. stuff out there on AM yeah, radio. If you can find AM stuff. coast to coast, it's fantastic. I mean, they have a, they have a, a call in line from the future. Um, the I, religious stuff is crazy. A lot of a lot of this, even the music stations are sponsored by some hick town local restaurant and they'll just read the menu on the air for 10 minutes i remember driving through uh around fresno you know going up the the through california and there's a big hmong population and so you're Mm. hearing all this crazy south southeast asian music and like it's like nothing i'd ever heard before yeah like not musical not tonal but yeah so it's crazy and then even when you do hear something like a motown song or like a bluegrass song you're hearing it how everyone used to hear it on the on these like crackly AM airwaves, and it sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's like this. It's like this gorgeous. Discussion. It's like finding a nugget of gold. It's like panning for gold. It's it's great. So so these people were left alone for twelve freaking minutes, and seventy percent of the guys had to shock themselves, and twenty five percent of the they didn't have to. They chose but do to you shock think, themselves. Do you think twenty five percent of the women shocked themselves during that twelve minute thing? And there was one guy who who shocked himself like over 150 times. Jesus. <laughs> Do you think it was couldn't be alone with his thoughts or bored or just curious? Uh, I would just be curious as hell as like how how much will I be shocked? How much will it hurt? What does it feel like to be shocked? The research asks, I'd be obsessed with the, the the shock itself and not not as a, as a, as getting out of my head. The the researchers told them to entertain themselves with their own thoughts for 10 to 20 minutes. The only rules were they couldn't get out of the chair and they weren't allowed to fall asleep. And that's all they had to do. And Oh, so you were instru- you weren't okay, you were instructed to entertain yourself and they couldn't, so they pressed the button. Yeah. They were, they were instructed to to just be with your enjoy themselves with pleasant thoughts. And <laughs> instead they were just like Well, I just would be obsessed with like it's an elephant in the room. Like how much is it gonna hurt? Well, but the, you, they, you know beforehand because they show you how it works beforehand. They say, this is the shock you will feel if you, when you press this button. Oh, and that you get shocked beforehand. You yeah, finish. yeah. Oh, well, that's fucked up. <laughs> that's way more fucked up than I thought. Anyhow, I, yes. So, Chris, I think um, those are excellent ideas of just being alone with your thoughts, seeing what crazy farm radio you hear. Plug yourself uh, into a shocker. Pl- yeah. Attach it to your nads. Yep. Yeah. Use your cigarette charger for that. You know, whatever that, whatever that socket thing is called. Um, but have a great trip and, and play Yellow Car. <laughs> that one, I, I don't know. It's from, it's from Cabin Pressure. It's a radio play. Um, good morning, 
Good morning, Merps. With regards to the question of profanity on T-shirts, I would have no problem with asterisks in place of letters, uh, though the focus of the shirts would not be the profanity, but rather the show and its hosts. Um, here is my own, this is from Darren Husted, by the way. Happy birthday, Darren. I hope you enjoyed your birthday shout out. Uh, here is my only vaguely Cleveland related story. 13 years ago for my birthday, I was in New York and went to the WWF, uh, New York in Times Square to watch the pay-per-view, pay-per-view invasion. By the way, what's the name of your friend's wrestling podcast? So Darren can listen to it if he's, if that's he's, a good question. Um, curtain jerks. Curtain jerks. That's that's I like that. That's yeah. Funny. So if and if uh, you're a wrestling, if you're not a wrestling fan, a curtain jerk is like the sort of the bums they throw on the ticket to get thrown around by the stars. Ah, um, I think the pay per view was not held in New York, but rather Cleveland. Outside of WrestleMania, uh, it remains the most profitable wrestling pay per view. Go Cleveland! Yeah. Have a great day. Regards, Darren. Uh, have a great birthday, Darren. Let us know what you do for your birthday. Um, Hey, Smurps, hope you're doing well. This is from Keegan. Just wondering what your favorite bad movies are. Mine is Hudson Hawk. Oh, God, I love that movie. It's I such a terrible movie. movie. I just don't think it's terrible. I it's don't a agree. bad, bad movie. I think, it's, I think it's smart and different and weird as hell, and I like it. I can watch most uh, Mark Wahlberg and Jason Statham movies over and over again. Those are bad. Yeah, they're bad. I've seen Demolition Man around half a dozen that's times. That's terrible. Oh, that's bad. I, I love that movie. I like... Um, well, again, I don't think it's bad, but I like Last Action Hero. It's a terrible movie. <laughs> I can't. I like it. I tried watching that. Um, you know, it's not a great movie, but I still, I still love it. And I, I don't, I don't. Shut it! I don't watch it a lot. It's not something that uh, I keep in a queue. Hey, I'm trying to make a salient point here, dog. Um, Buckaroo Banzai. I love that movie. That movie is good, though. That, that's uh, it's really slow at points. There's long, drawn-out points of exposition. Uh, it, it doesn't... It's, it starts out amazing and doesn't live up to its opening. So oh, it's not a perfect movie. So apparently we had some sort of audio thing go Yeah, by. it was a barking dog oh, sorry. for like half an hour. Um, <laughs> so... Let's see. We got a couple. Um, I got. I got to wrap this up real quickly. But uh, Logan and uh, Tiny Mermaid wanted to know if uh, we're going to be um, at Comic Con. God, I wish. I've had fun the last couple of years, but I, I I don't have a project to promote, and I don't have anybody behind me. Um, so I would just be going as a fan, and I don't have the energy. Yeah. It. You know, I, I just think about the drive down, mm-hmm. and I just think I I hate getting stuck on that on the five. I take the Surfliner. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's beautiful. The views are beautiful. It's great. You come out of like dirty, industrial, rusty part of L.A., and then you hit the coast, and it's just gorgeous all the way down to San Diego. I love it, and I love riding trains. Yeah, trains are awesome. Um, but yeah, I just it, it's such a zoo. It takes so much energy. I I, I don't I wouldn't want to do Comic Con unless I was going under the auspices of someone else for a panel or something like that, or unless I really had the time to map out exactly where I want to be, somehow get tickets ahead of time and make sure I, I was really scheduled. Cause the times I've been down there, it's just been overwhelming. And I sort of ended up just sitting in the pool with a hangover. I didn't really get after it. Mm. And then Josh sent us a photo of a, a fuzz doodle, a, f- a fuzzoodle. What's a fuzzoodle? 
And yeah, I don't know. I can't see the photo. Yeah. All right. Well, that's. I'm not. <laughs> and still, I gave it airtime. No, it's uh, neat. Thank you, Josh. Uh, Josh has been really great sending us audio stuff. And Keegan's right. The bad guys in Hudson Hawk are just genius. They're, um, they're insanely original. And I'd like to hear some more bad movies that you guys like because I do enjoy a good bad movie. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, and then Josh, yeah, well, I was saying that Josh uh, sent us some audio things. Um, other people, please send us little audio questions short. Keep them short. Keep them. Um, but we will absolutely play them. I have a quick question for you guys before we go in honor of James Garner. Rest in peace. I don't know his material well. So if you have an in for me, something I should be watching. To, you should to watch Space Cowboys. Space Cowboys. Uh, that doesn't sound like fun. What? It's, it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah. I'd rather see young, handsome James Garner. Oh. Um, I used to, like what's a, what's what's the one thing I should watch if I'm going to watch a James Garner thing? Maybe it is Space Cowboys. Hmm. You you guys decide. Um, what did I really like him in? Of course, I loved the Rockford Files. I had a, I remember when that show would come on, but it I don't I think I was too young for it. Um, and then I also liked him as Maverick. Did you Another know? show I never watched. Oh, I love that show. That was it's great. Really show. Cool. Yeah. Was well, it I mean, as good as um, Wild Wild West? Um. No, I, I would get those mixed up, but I love the opening of the Wild 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 West. It's one of the greatest openings of television history. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, all right, guys, we're, we're going to end up a little bit early. I'm just going to give Tyson a shout-out. He says, my favorite bad, brilliant film. Wait, I have to, I have to click that? I don't want to click a link. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what it is. I'm Dr. Caligari? I'll click the link. That's, not, that's a, not a bad film. It's a great film. Wait, but I don't know what it is. I'm... Oh, Dr. Caligari is who posts... Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, this is really inefficient. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just say the name. Um, Unless this is his own movie. So, I want to thank Dan again for joining us on the air and surprising us. Uh, that's You can tweet him at, at Dan Etheridge. At, yeah, that was a brilliant surprise. Um, and then you should tweet at uh, Emily and Steve. Ask them where they are. Um, make sure you get them their asses back in these seats. And you can tweet us at Nooner Dan Marty. Email us for the mail sack, noonerpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, let's see, anything else to plug? Oh, the Tuesdays mornings dot uh, tumblr.com. And uh, you have anything to, to buzz market or talk about? I'm go? about to go pitch a show to a major agency. So good vibes, folks. Good vibes. That's awesome. This is a whole new idea. Uh, it's something I shot a teaser for last year. And oh, well, we've been about that. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. that show, but now we're getting to the stage where we've got an agency that thinks this has legs, and it's one of the four bigs. So, right, wish right. us luck. I hope they don't cast you with someone who's job. really, really good looking. And has right, like I'm a, totally going to be passed over by somebody younger and better looking. Yeah, all right. In my own show. So, uh, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next Tuesday.
Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Imp Depot. Imp Depot. Imp Depot. Imp Depot. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.